Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. And if you've been following along with this mini-series that we've been doing, I want to welcome you back. We've been talking on this mini-series about the word tomorrow and the things that God does uh, literally tomorrow. Uh, We talked about one episode, Tomorrow You Will Have Help. We talked uh, uh, in another episode about tomorrow, we'll see that there's none like our God. We talked about uh, in another episode, Tomorrow I will deliver you, and then tomorrow you will have plenty. And today we're going to be talking to you from Numbers chapter 16 and verse number five. And we're going to talking about we're going to be talking about tomorrow the Lord will show who is his. Or tomorrow God's going to prove whose side he's on or who is his true children. Now we're going to be going to Number 16, and uh, just to give you a little summary, in verse 1, a man by the name of Korah, uh, who was a son of the Levites, Levites, he came and rose up against uh, Moses, the man of God, the leader of the church, what many theologians have called the greatest pastor ever, and with certain children of Israel, 250 princes of the assembly, famous in the congregation and men of renown. They gathered themselves together against Moses and Aaron, who was helping Moses to lead, and said, you take too much upon yourself. Seeing the congregation, or rather all the congregation, uh, are holy, every one of them, and the Lord's among them, then why or wherefore do you lift up yourself above the congregation of the Lord? Moses heard it and fell on his face. So basically what they were saying as they come to their leader, or if I could use the term their pastor, and begin to say, why are you taking too much authority? Now, I just want to ask who should have had that authority. It seemed like he wanted the authority that God had given to Moses. Matter of fact, the Bible said that God chose Moses to lead in this position. And it it hurt Moses, and he fell to his face. He began to pray, and he spake to Korah and said, he said, even tomorrow the Lord will show who are his and who is holy and cause him to come near unto him even whom he had chose will he cause to come near unto him. So what Moses said tomorrow, God will prove. Now I looked this up in pulpit commentaries and and it actually said what this meant was literally early in the morning, tomorrow morning, about dawn, that they were going to have a showdown and see just whose side God was on, or prove that God was for uh, the man of God. 
And he told him, every one of you come tomorrow with a censer. Put fire in that censer. And uh, we will stand before God and we will see exactly uh, whose side God is on. Or in other words, the Lord will prove who are his. And the Bible said they came out and uh, they began to uh, gather their their people behind them, 250 men. Could you imagine that? 250 of the congregation have, had openly gone against their leader. And that's a sad, sad thing. I hope none of you would ever look at your pastor or your leader and think he tries to do too much. He takes too much upon himself. All of us are are men. All of us uh, are holy. You might all be holy, but God has chosen that one man to lead and to be a pastor or a leader of that congregation. You know, you can't have two heads. It just don't work. You can't have that. There, You have to have one man of God that God chooses to lead a congregation. So God tells them in verse 21, he tells Moses and Aaron to separate themselves. He said that I will consume them in a moment. Once again, they fell on their faces and did not want Korah and those men to die. They loved them and cared for them. And Moses went up, the Bible said, spoke to the congregation and said, depart from you from the tents of, the, of these wicked men, touch nothing of theirs, lest ye be consumed in all their sins. And I just want to say to you today that if you're following wicked men or you're following uh, sinful uh, people, you better get away. That's what the Bible says. Stand back away, lest you be consumed also by their sins. Now, in verse number uh, 29, I believe it is, uh, Moses said, if these men die a common death of all men, or if they're visited at the visitation of all men, then the Lord hath not sent me. But if the Lord make a new thing, And if the earth opens up her mouth and swallows them up and with all that pertaineth to them and they go down quick into the pit, ye will understand that these men have provoked the Lord. I'll tell you what, folks. uh, I said it once. I'll repeat it. We need to be very, very careful uh, who we follow. I know that a pastor could be... uh, out of God's will. But if you've got a a man of God who's leading you right and preaching you the truth, you need to be very, very careful uh, because the Bible said here that the Lord was going to make a new thing and swallow them up. And the very next verse said it came to pass when Moses ended his words and speaking these words, the ground clave asunder underneath them and the earth opened up her mouth and swallowed them up and their houses and all the men 
that appertained unto Korah and all their goods. They and all that appertained to them went down alive into the pit and the earth closed upon them and they perished from among the congregation. God caused the earth to open up and swallow them and they went uh, swallowed up in the earth alive and everything they had, all of their goods. Now, of course, Israel began to cry and flee because they was afraid the earth would swallow them up. Then those 250 men, if you're wondering what happened to them, uh, you need to be careful, like I said, who you follow. You need to be very careful. Stand behind the man of God. Stand behind the pastor as long as he's doing what is right and not sinning. Because those 250 men that fled, that thought they would get away, they had went against God's man too. But the Bible said God sent fire down from heaven and consumed those 250 men. So all of them died as well. And the Bible said that uh, uh, that the censors of these sinners uh, against uh, their own souls, let them make, he said, broad plates as a covering for an altar. And they cover them before the Lord. And he said, they'll be hallowed because this will be a sign to the children of Israel. So folks, you don't want uh, to have a sign. You don't want to become a sign to others that you have gone against God's man and committed a terrible failure and even sin because you could wind up losing your goods, you could lose your family and everything else. I've heard uh, people, uh, children actually, as they got older, would say when their parents would say, "Let's, why don't you go to church with me? After they got up and they were grown and on their own and they chose not to follow God. Their parents would say, why don't you go to church? And I've heard uh, more than one say this. Why would I go to church with, with you, mom or dad? All the time I grew up, all I did was hear you talk bad about the pastor. All I did was hear you say that he took too much authority or he, he was a dictator or he tried to... Uh, uh, put himself in front, out in front. So why would I go? So the earth may not open up and swallow them and fire may not come down out of heaven and consume them, but your words of bashing and slandering the man of God, the pastor of the church, could really cause your children to lose out complete, completely with God and cause them to be lost. Now look, folks, the title of this I said is, Tomorrow the Lord will show who is his. Amen. And this was because there was these men, Korah and these men, that was going against God's man. Uh, you know, the Bible said this in 2 Timothy 2.19. He said, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. 
the Lord knoweth them that are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. So if you're a child of God, you need to depart from iniquity or sin. Uh, we should not be trying to uh, lead a coup against the man of God. We should not try to cause dissension or separation or division in the church against the man of God like Korah did by saying he's no closer to God than I am. You see, Moses said, God's given you a great position, Korah. You're able to minister. You're able to stand before the congregation. Now, why are you desiring the priesthood also? Many people are exactly like that. God has given them great things to do in the church, and still they're not satisfied. They want to uh, look out and even assume a greater role than what God hath already given them. You see, the Bible said in Psalm 65 and 4, Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in thy courts, and we shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house and even thy holy temple. So God put a blessing on the man of God that he chose. Amen. So if God chooses a man of God to lead you, stand behind that man of God instead of fussing with a man of God. Oh yeah, I am a pastor, by the way. So uh, you might even think that I'm saying that just in defense of other pastors, but not so. We're going on with this uh, uh, mini-series about tomorrow, about this time. And he said, tomorrow, you're going to see whose side God's on. Exodus 28 and 1 said, Take thou unto thee Aaron thy brother and his sons from among the children of Israel that he may minister unto me in the priest's office. So when God separated Moses, and I just read to you, chose Moses, he told Moses, take Aaron with you and let him minister unto me in the priest's office. So it looks to me like that if that man of God is living right with God and listening to God, that God can show him who that he can choose to stand along beside him to help in ministering and the direction and leading of a church. So I told you that that word even tomorrow literally meant early in the morning. So God was going to prove exactly who it whose side he was on. Korah was the main spring of the conspiracy. That's evident by reading these what these scriptures we give you. But it's also, uh, there's pro other prominent Levites as a relation to Moses that gave great influence that are from that tribe and other tribe. And other tribes. So these men also came denouncing uh, the uh, exclusive leadership and privilege that went along with Moses as he led God, led God's people 
uh, through the wilderness and out of Egypt's bondage. You know, there was nobody stepping up and saying they wanted to be the leader back when uh, all the problems uh, necessarily was going on. But when things got a little better, seemed like then they was willing to step up, right? Now he said, the Lord will show who are his. And in other words, whom he hath chosen. Moses refers to the matter uh, in the direct decision of the Lord as the decision that had or that had already been to separate that position by him and Aaron, and it was also vindicated now by the Lord himself. So what a tremendous story, what a great story uh, that we've had this morning. So I I want to uh, uh, just talk to you a moment or two before we go off of this particular podcast. This is in no way, this session is in no way to put any other person in uh, any kind of a bad light. You know, we need Sunday school teachers, Sunday school superintendents, deacons, elders. We need them. We need song leaders. Uh, we need choir directors. We need all sorts of people in the church to help. Uh, I have all of those positions in my church as well uh, as other uh, positions in the church. But even, even though youth pastor. And even though they're a choir director or a superintendent, like we said, or an elder or a deacon, they do not have the authority to uh, rule God's house. That is put in the pastor's, uh, his position. And uh, they should not try to usurp authority over that pastor or that man of God. Now, I've had no trouble at my church. My church is so good to me. It's just unbelievable how well uh, the officials and the people treat me at at uh, the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle where I pastor. So I'm not speaking because of that. But I'm just telling you that it is a dangerous thing for you to go against the pastor of the church, or whatever leadership role it is, if they're in any sort of leadership, do not try to step over their authority. Because if you do, God can, and he has in the past, said, tomorrow I will show who is mine. You don't want God proving whose side he's on, believe me. Once again, did he, did he do this? Do I believe it literally? Yes, I do. The earth opened up and swallowed up uh, Korah, his family, and all of his goods, and they all uh, went down into the pit alive. And 250 of the leaders that stood against the pastor, Pastor Moses, was burned with fire out of heaven and consumed. I know this is a more serious episode than normal, but it's a true episode. Hey, I'm so pleased with this episode. Invite somebody to listen 
because what we've spoken to you is the truth and it's in the Bible. May God richly bless you till the next time. This is Pastor Miller saying, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you.